Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Merton, and I'm joined by the big boss man here, Nick Kalikas, live from Vegas. And Nick's going to join me today to open a couple odds for UFC 248, Romero versus Adesanya, and Jan Jacek versus Zhang. So looking forward to doing that, Nick. Nick, how's everything, man? Going well, thanks. Just recovering from a little bit of a flu bug last week, but uh, outside of that, we're doing better, thankfully, and uh, ready to roll. Good. I want to focus on this, but I got to get your reaction to the McGregor fight. Obviously, you're in Vegas. I don't know if you were at the event itself, but uh, just thoughts on the the knockout and just uh, how good he looked, man. He looked phenomenal. I mean, honestly, as most of us know, I mean, a lot of us weren't shocked by the result. I mean, how quick and how flawless that was, that was impressive. I mean, I didn't expect it quite like that, but I did think that Connor would end up with that result. So I'm glad it kind of worked out for him. I hope Cerrone is okay. Obviously, he's one of the all-time greats, so I always have respect for that guy. I just think stylistically it was a great fight for Connor and it kind of played out that way as well. So, you know what? Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's great for the sport. I'm glad people are getting behind Connor again a little bit. And uh, hopefully we do see him compete maybe two more times this year if that's possible. Yeah, I'd like to see that. And and when we did this show the last time, it was November, you'd open the odds. I think you opened Connor at minus 275. Is that right? Was that? That's correct. Yep. And and some people thought that was that was high. It turned out it was pretty low, Nick, because it only took 40 seconds. So that was a steal, if anything. I think he closed it. 350, if I'm not mistaken, right? Something like that? Yeah, close up over 300, like 320. It depends, you know, market price. Right, right. Just around 300, a little bit above. So, yeah, I think we're pretty accurate. We told everybody that if you get under two to one, pounce on it right away because yeah. that line will not be there. And uh, fortunately, we were right, you know. Um, we gobbled that line up, and everybody um, that followed us and listened to our advice probably did okay as well. Absolutely. Okay, so let's start uh, talking about UFC 248 here. Another great card from Vegas, man. You guys are getting some nice cards, Nick. I don't know. Ever since you moved out there, Nick, they've been putting together some pretty sweet cards. I think it's you that's the uh, lucky charm here. So we got the main event announced this week. It's official, Nick. Israel Adesanya against Joel Romero. Some controversy, obviously, because Romero's coming off two losses. But to me, like, if Costa's hurt, he's the next best guy. So I'm I'm okay with the fight. Just initial thoughts on the fight. We'll talk about the line in a second. Just give me your thoughts initially on the matchup itself. I agree with you completely. I know a lot of people are, are kind of upset because, you know, he's coming off those losses. But look at Ramiro, man. I mean, and as Dana White mentioned, nobody wants to fight that guy. He is a, a piece of iron, a piece of steel that's so explosive. It doesn't matter how old the guy is. I mean, he's one of the most dangerous and one of the best middleweights out there for sure. So even though that fight with Costa, like you said, was close and competitive, um, I, you know, we'd like to see Costa in there, but he's, he can't be in there. So Romero is the next best thing. And you know what? I take my hat off to Adesanya as well. Because this guy is not intimidated, not afraid to take on all comers. I mean, he didn't hesitate at all from this opportunity to fight Romero as well. In fact, he wanted it as part of his legacy fight. So I take my hat off to Adesanya. This should be a great fight. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about the odds here. Um, there was some odds opening around uh, minus 185 for Adesanya and Romero plus 145. Those have been floating around. Uh, and you're going to open some odds right now. So... Take it, take the floor, Nick. Go ahead and, and talk about well, the odds. Early on, I actually think that both lines that kind of floated around out there were solid. For uh, the next fight, we're going to talk about JJ as well yeah. um, and Zhang. And, of course, Ramiro and Adesanya here. So the mi- minus 185 opener that was kind of floating around out there, I thought it was appropriately set. But the betting action early on came in and obviously bet Adesanya up. Right now, the guy's popularity is an all-time high. I'm not really that surprised by it. I think a lot of people are kind of putting him in that invincible category that Anderson Silva was once at already you know, without Asanya, but I'll tell you what, I mean, I think people are kind of disrespecting Ramiro a little bit. You know how fond I am of Adesanya. The guy made me a ton of money last time out. Um, the guy's elite, no doubt about it, but this matchup scares me a little bit 
because Ramiro is one of those type of fighters that you cannot sleep on. I mean, the guy, like I said, he's explosive. He definitely has knockout power. He brings the wrestling that a lot of people aren't on that level of wrestling that Ramiro brings to the table a lot of times as well. So there's a lot to factor into this fight. So my personal opening line is going to be a little bit lower than the current market prices of about 230, 220 that's out there. I'm going to go minus 200 flat. And my comeback is going to be plus 160. So, again, I think two to one is about ballpark for a public number. And I think it will draw two-way action. But I do expect the fight to close under two to one. So, for me, I'm not going to give as much plus money out there on Romero. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that seems pretty accurate, Nick. I mean, I, I thought uh, – I think it's a great fight. I mean, I think it can go either way, too. I mean, I, I would definitely favor Adesanya, you know, undefeated and younger guy. Obviously, he's looked amazing, but uh, Romero stylistically, I mean, he could give him problems with the wrestling, with the knockout power. The guy's crazy in that third round. I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely sleep on Romero, but I mean, I think, I think you're right. You got to open Asarni as the favorite, obviously. So I think your line seems pretty fair. Um, let's talk about the other fight here on J Check for Shang, or I should say Zhang first. Actually, she is the champ. That line opened a little bit, uh, pretty actually similar, Nick. Uh, minus one seventy five for Zhang and, and on J Check plus one thirty five. Uh, what, what's your opening line at? I'm going to open this one lower as well. Now, the market price out there, in fact, Vegas, I just hit Westgate Sportsbook. I put it on my Instagram account as well. I had to go in there and take JJ plus 140 because that line will not be there on fight day. So I think it's going to be closer to a pick em fight by fight day. My personal opening public line will be Zhang minus 130, JJ even money. So I'm not going to wow. get plus money away on JJ. So I'm going to be a little bit lower than market price on this one as well. And I do think that people are underestimating J.J. Slate. I know Zhang has looked phenomenal. I mean, the, she deserves to be champ right now, deserves a spotlight. I'm happy for her as well. She's only getting better. So this is going to be a classic fight, I think. It's going to be awesome. But if you can gobble up that plus money early, it doesn't matter, in my opinion, whether J.J.'s the right side or not. I'm talking about getting the plus 140 that probably will not be there by fight time. So I have the potential to get off of it by fight time if I want and gobble up money the other way on Zhang or – you know, you could play with it a little bit and, and maybe buy back some of it or all. Or if I want to stay on it, I'll be able to stay on it and just ride it out as well. So it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be on JJ at this point on. I just think that that line value plus 140 will not be there. So I grab it. Yeah, that seems fair to you, Nick. I don't know. It seemed a little high and open. I know Zhang's great. She's looked amazing. She could definitely win. I might end up picking her. But uh, you got to give some respect to JJ. I mean, she's been around and she's a former champ. She wants that belt back. She looked really good her last fight. Stylistically, uh, Nick, she definitely could win this fight. So I, I'm kind of with you on that. I think the opening line was a little off, but uh, your your line seems more fair. I think people would, like just like you, Nick, would have been all over that plus money on JJ. So that seems about accurate to me. Any other thoughts on these matchups that uh, you want to talk about quickly? No, I mean, two fantastic fights, honestly. I think that, you know, both scenarios right now, at least early on, it's a dog or pass situation. But, I mean, those are two classic battles that I, I would love to see for sure how they're going to play out. So UFC 248, man, what a card it's going to be. Of course, UFC 247 coming up before that with John Jones and Shevchenko headlining those cards. That's going to be phenomenal as well. So sure. make sure you guys tune in to UFC on the line. We're going to cover on UFC Fight Pass. We'll have uh, UFC 247 covered for you guys and, of course, UFC 248 as well. Uh, oh. So, yeah, lots coming ahead for uh, the gambling fans out there. Make sure you guys definitely tune in. Any other fights that uh, intrigue you coming up, Nick, that you want to talk about right now, or do you want to save them for like another time or something? Uh, we could probably save them. I mean, right now, like I said, I think 247, 248, yeah. um, those, you know, double main events are stacked, really. So I think those are good for now. Yeah, we did uh, talk about Jones and Reyes in the last podcast in November. So if you guys want, Nick gave his thoughts on that back then. Definitely go and check that out. I don't think – I'm assuming your thoughts are the same, Nick, on that. You kind of think that Reyes could win, but Jones obviously should be favored. 
Yeah, I, obviously, yeah. I mean, you cannot, you know, discount Jones being a solid favorite in this spot. But, yeah, I, I think that this is an interesting fight for sure. And if anybody is going to cause Jones some problems right now, especially from what we've seen the last few fights from John Jones, winning or not, I still – part of me thinks that we're not seeing the – the John Jones that was in his prime. I think he's hit that decline spot a little bit. Now, still a decline John Jones, if that's even happening, is still better than 99% of fighters out there. So that's a scary thing. But Reyes presents a lot of problems here. So I would be cautious for those of you guys think that John Jones is just going to roll over Reyes. Yeah. And we also talked about Habib and Tony, but I mean, Nick's broke that fight down. You've broke that fight down like four or five times on Nick. Like <laughs> going back like three or four years. I'm not even joking, Nick. You have with Brian. On your show. Um, just before we get out of here, I just want to get your thoughts on, on McGregor a little bit more. His next opponent, we don't know who it's going to be yet, but we obviously saw Masvidal in the crowd. We saw Usman in the crowd. We know Gaethje's been calling him out. Nate Diaz is calling him out. I know there's a betting line out there right now. You can bet on who's going to be his next opponent. If you had to bet, Nick, who would it be, man? I mean, all of us want to. I completely forgot Habib. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's up to Dana, he wants Khabib, right? That's, that's yeah. the fight he wants, you know, but. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work out. The timing of everything's not going to work out. I personally, like most of us, we want to see Jorge Masvidal versus uh, Conor McGregor. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Masvidal versus McGregor, are you kidding me? That's fireworks written all over it. I mean, two strikers, elite-level strikers that are going to go out there and put on a show. So for me, personally, fan favorite-wise, that's the fight to make is Masvidal versus Conor McGregor. Um, but I can understand why Masvidal wants a shot at Usman as well. I mean, you know, UFC gold. And I don't think it's going to be an easy fight for Usman. I mean, he's looked great, of course. I mean, that win over Covington is phenomenal. But there's still definitely some tests, I think, ahead for Usman as well. So I can understand Masvidal kind of wanting that fight as well. But for me, I'd rather see Connor versus Masvidal more than anything else. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. That's the fight I want to see too. Will it happen? We'll see. Because like you said, Dana usually gets his way. It seems like he wants that hybrid rematch. But, uh, you know, to me, first off, that's kind of disrespecting Toby Ferguson because I think Ferguson definitely has a chance to win that fight. And, you know, second off, I just feel like Gaethje should be the next guy in line for that title. I like McGregor 170, man. I thought he looked really good. He looked he looked fit. He looked strong. We'll see what happens. Uh, Nick, just uh, talk about UFC on the line, man. You guys are killing it over there. I was looking at the view count on, on uh, YouTube. My God, Nick, you guys are killing it, man. So just tell the uh, the audience here about the show a little bit more. I know you have already, but, you know. No, thank you. for it, so. Go ahead. <laughs> well, this is, um, I mean, it's all just kind of a start, of course, as far as, I mean, UFC on the line. It's It's been out, of course, since last year, but we're still kind of evolving and kind of figuring things out as well as the show progresses. But it is definitely starting to pick up some steam, some traction, a lot of good support out there, a lot of good comments. I'm, I mean, I'm getting uh, direct messages from a lot of people, professional bettors as well, um, that are watching the show now and telling me how great it is. So, you know, it's, it's really on the rise. So for you guys that love MMA gambling, UFC betting, Make sure you definitely get Fight Pass if you have not had it and kept it for all these years because Fight Pass is definitely a great tool. Even the new version of Fight Pass, man. I know mm – -hmm. I did you mention something like that? Uh, I read somewhere – somebody, I think, from our site mentioned that they love – I think it might have been M uh, Mike's MMA right. picks. Yeah, I saw Mike talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's right, though, man. If you look at the new version of this Fight Pass, I mean, they're putting a lot more of the fights back on there as well. It's, it's great. It's a must-have tool for fight fans for sure. So – Head over to Fight Pass, grab it if you don't have it already, and check out UFC on the line. Definitely worth it. And uh, the last thing I want to mention here, the website, or website, MMAoutbreaker.com, you've been behind the update here, Nick, and, and these guys have been working hard. I think the site looks great. Just You want to talk about the site, just the, the development of it? Cool, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're not done yet either. I mean, we, we still have some things we're working on in the back end. We're going to try to get better. Um, but there are some, some cool little things that we're going to develop and, and bring out as we go the year progresses in 2020. But right now, 
we do have a, a newer version of the website up right now, but again, it's only going to get better from here. So check it out. I'm glad you guys like it. We've got a lot of good comments about the website as well, but hopefully it gets better from here. Yeah, it looks good. And Nick, how's Vegas, man? How do you like living out there? I like it. I mean, it definitely beats Ohio weather first off, you know, I mean, there's no doubt about that. So I'm digging the weather. I mean, Vegas is beautiful. I mean, I love waking up and seeing the clear skies every day. It's, it's, yeah. it's really nice, man. So, so far, so good. Um, different than Ohio, for sure. I mean, I miss Ohio. That's going to always be my home state, of course, you know, so I got much love for Ohio. But now that I'm here in Vegas, I definitely have some love for Vegas as well. Yeah, you can drive to the sports books and make a bet like you just did, right, with JJ and get some plus money on her. All right, Nick, uh, I think that's good. Is there anything else you want to mention? Uh, no, you did a great right. job. Thanks, man. No worries, man. Just uh, plug, plug away your stuff and we'll get out of here. All right, make sure you head over to MMAOddsBreaker.com this week. Check out everything we have to offer. Check out, of course, MMAOB Daily with Adam Martin. Uh, check out our premium picks tab this week as well. We're going to have some bets that we're going to have available uh, for purchase. So a lot of good things happen at MMAOddsBreaker.com. Check it out at MMAOddsBreaker. And of course, myself at Fight Odds on Twitter or even at Instagram. If I'm trying to get the Instagram thing rolling a little bit. I'm still a newbie when it comes to Instagram a little bit. So um, I believe Fight Odds underscore Nick Kalikas on um, Instagram as well. So check check that out and give me some love there as well. Awesome, Nick. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Adam, Adam Martin. And, of course, MMAOddsBreaker.com is my home, as well as BJPen.com and MMAReigns.net. And just before we out of here, Nick, someone did mention a, a comment here in the chat. The guy, John Doe, is asking, Jose Aldo versus Peter Yan, what do you think? Well, I'll just give my thoughts. Henry Cejudo is going to fight Jose Aldo next. So that fight's not going to happen. We didn't talk about Cejudo and Aldo yet. Well, I'll say that for, for a while, Nick, because that's in May. So, But, you know, hypothetically, who would you favor in Aldo versus Yan? And you'd have to favor Yan quite a bit, obviously, right? Yeah, I mean – you know, I, Aldo looked great. I'm glad that he yeah, ended up having success despite his loss. You know, that was a controversial loss, obviously, um, that he's coming off of there. But he did look pretty good. I mean, I think he opened up a lot of eyes at Bantamweight. So I, I, you can never count a guy like Jose Aldo out. But, yeah, I think, unfortunately for him, at this point of his career right now, you yeah. definitely have to make Jan a, a solid favorite. Not a huge favorite because Aldo's always going to get respect. But, yeah, I would lean with Jan in that fight as well, and I think he gets it done. For sure. And we'll, we'll talk about uh, the Cejudo fight in a future podcast, maybe like – you know, a couple of weeks or something like that. Cause I, I think that's fights close to being official, Nick. I don't know if you have any insider scoop, but it, it was reported by Kabachi in Brazil. So it looks like uh, the trend of guys coming off t title or uh, losses, getting title shots. It's going to continue. But to me, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I totally understand the people that are like, you know, you can't give guys coming off losses, title shots, but at the same time, Nick, like that's a big fight. If it's going to be in Rio de Janeiro, like were they really going to do Peter Jan versus, Cejudo is the main event in Rio. It doesn't make sense, right? So to me, it's like I totally understand where people are coming from, but you're, you're trying to put the biggest fights together if you're the UFC, so I can see where they're coming from too. It, it is what it is. And it's still a good fight, so I, I'm okay with it. It is. And you know what? I mean, it's amazing how, how much of an impact the judges can make, right? Because if yeah, they got yeah. that decision right, then we, it wouldn't even be a kind of a story yeah. right now. People would be like, hey, Aldo. But you see how much of an impact those guys have by scoring as bad as they do, man. That's a whole other story. We could do a show on how bad judges are <laughs> and be here all day, all night, all week long because they're that bad, man. So, yeah, that's that. I mean, it even impacts fighters, you know, in that sort of way. I mean, just the the perception that people have right now. All, all, the, all those coming off a loss. And that could easily been a win. So, yeah, it's, it's a shame, really. Yeah, I'm with you, Nick. All right, guys, thanks again for tuning in to the podcast. And like I said, I'll try getting Nick on, you know, probably like once a month or something to, to break down the opening odds. But uh, he did break Romero and uh, Alessandra and Jan Jacek and Jang. So go back to the beginning of the podcast. You can hear Nick's odds for this fight. Guys, thanks again for tuning in the podcast. Nick, thanks again for joining me, man. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning for the regular edition of the show. All right, guys, have a good one. Have a good one. Bye.